representing President Trump in a possible impeachment trial? And if your answer to that is either no comment or no, my second question would be, would you be willing to represent him? Let me answer the first question with a categorical no, and the second question with I don't engage in hypothetical conversations. There won't be a trial. There's no room for lawyers here because the Congress is going to impeach him without any opportunity for lawyers to have present any evidence, and the Senate will never have a trial because the earliest the trial could take place would be on at one o'clock in the afternoon on September, I'm sorry, on January 20th, uh, which is when Donald Trump becomes a private citizen, and the jurisdiction of Congress doesn't intend to private citizens. If it did, if you could impeach and remove a private citizen in order to prevent him or her from running again for president, then you can impeach uh, me. Uh, I'm eligible to run for president. I'm 82 years old, but uh, that's over 35. I've never been convicted of a felony. I can run for president. So under the absurd notion that's being put forward by some senators and pundits that you can try uh, somebody after they leave the office of president, it would mean that 40 or 50 million people would be subject to impeachment and, quote, removal well, wait. or application from office. I, I'm going to give you a different set of circumstances there. We're hearing some reports that the uh, House could vote on the impeachment. Uh, they could right. even write up the articles of impeachment. But uh, as we saw even in the last uh, impeachment hearing, Speaker Pelosi could withhold those and then present mm -hmm. them only after he had left office. Uh, that would be completely unconstitutional. It would be like indicting somebody, never intending to bring it to trial, giving him no opportunity to prove his innocence. Uh, you can't have an impeachment unless it's going to be followed by a trial. And the idea of sending a message, what the message would be, and the reason I'm so opposed to it, is the message would be, just I want to quote what one of your persons quoted, limits to appropriate dissent. Well, there are no limits to appropriate dissent. Dissent is covered by the Constitution. What about, but, but there, is a, there is a difference between dissent and incitement. You do acknowledge that there is a difference in, in those two phrases. Not only I acknowledge it. I've been teaching it and writing about it since the 1960s. But incitement has a very particular definition, which doesn't even come close to what happened last Wednesday. What happened last Wednesday falls clearly on the side of advocacy. The leading case is Brandenburg. It involved a Ku Klux Klan person who was yelling, send the Jews back, kill the Jews, kill blacks, send them back to Africa. Horrible, horrible stuff. And the United States Supreme Court, in a nine to nothing unanimous decision, said that was protected speech under the Constitution. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Nancy Pelosi has apparently been boozing pretty hard and thinks that she can pull off this impeachment. The president literally has eight days to go. What would an impeachment do at this point other than give them what they're truly looking for, which is to stop President Trump from having the ability to run again in 2024? It must feel great if you're President Trump because he has to know that he's living in their mind rent-free for the next four years. They are going to be focused on that day and night, night and day with the fear that he's going to come back in 2024 because if they start implementing all the things that they say they're going to implement, they're going to screw the economy up, America up so bad that they're going to have an even bigger exodus of Democrats coming over to the Republican or conservative side and they will get crushed in 2024 by Donald Trump. Not only will he come back, but he'll come back with a vengeance.
They're also going to struggle in midterms if they keep acting up the way they're acting up, talking about all these tax hikes and everything else. So that's the main objective here. The main objective is to just get Trump out of the way permanently so they don't have to worry about him anymore. He has done such a great job disturbing that swamp and cleaning house that they just don't want to face him again because they may not survive the next round. President Trump in four years has been able to show America exactly who these people are on both sides, not just Democrats, Republicans alike. There are so many rhino Republicans that aren't interested in helping the American people. They actually hate us. They hate conservatives. They, they feel like they've got a good handle on things. They're just running the country into the ground and they're getting rich off of all of us. And they're okay with that. And they just want to make you false promises and get you to keep voting for them because that's what they do. Unfortunately, I would say myself and many people out there, one of the main reasons that you vote red and vote down the ticket Republican is because of the two, they are the least of the two evil, not saying that they're good. So you go and hope for the best that they're actually going to do something for us and actually do what we expect them to do, what we're trying to hold them accountable for, what we elected them for, but yet they don't ever do it. Now, like Dershowitz just said there, you can't impeach a private citizen, which is unconstitutional. It wouldn't even make sense. And he explained it. I don't need to re-explain it. But it, but what he said is right. It wouldn't even make sense. It'd be you know going after somebody that's not even in office anyways. So what would be the point? They're just doing as much as they can to stop him, to do as much damage as they can, to you know somehow think that they're winning by saying, hey, we impeached this guy twice. He's a terrible president. Everything that they are doing is out of spite and hatred for this man. That's it. There's no impeachable offense that he made anyways. Does it not seem curious to any of you that they're telling you President Trump incited violence? Did anybody see his speech? Do they show you his speech? Because if you watched his speech, he talked about peace. He talked about exercising your rights. Marching down there peacefully and letting them hear your voice like any good protest is. He didn't say anything about violence. He didn't say anything about attacking anybody. He didn't say anything about bursting down the doors with handcuffs and taking people you know, hostage to make them do what you want them to do. That was all done by individuals, not Trump. That was done by some radical few people that are a mix of you know, extremists and Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all of that. You're getting so much contradictory reports, you don't really know which one it is. And that's a big problem we're having. In, and I know what I'm about to say is a little off topic, but please only go to trusted sources. I've been hearing from so many people about these different uh, personalities that people follow that are giving you false hope or false information. And it's terrible. Disinformation reigns supreme right now. Stick to trusted sources because listening to these people giving you false hope, you're going to see things or hear things that you're praying to be true that are not true. So it ends up getting you upset. Um, one thing that I heard yesterday from a few different people that I don't want to call out any names in particular because I'm not here to bash other hosts. They're allowed to do whatever they want to do. That's their right. But uh, one thing that I did hear is that it was imminent that they were going to declare martial law at five o'clock yesterday, possibly sometime today. And this whole conspiracy theory about 
Trump's going to start arresting everybody. The Pope's getting arrested. Everybody's getting arrested. I haven't seen that in not one trusted site that I follow. And I would like to think that most of the people that I look up, that I follow, generally they're all on par with each other. Some get a little different information than the other. But for the most part, the meat and potatoes of the story is always correct. So I haven't heard anything about it personally. Um, If the Pope is involved in something and they got to arrest them, so be it. I mean, nobody's above the law, in my opinion. It doesn't matter whether you are a politician, whether you are the president. You know, if you're the Pope, if you're being accused of pedophilia and it's provable, put him in handcuffs. Absolutely. Just because he's a Pope don't mean nothing. Matter of fact, it may, it may carry a little bit more weight because if a pedophile sees the Pope can get arrested, then you would think that you definitely can get arrested too. And you should be, Yeah, you, they should be worse than arrested, but please stick to trusted sources. But anyways, Nancy Pelosi, um, and her gang of misfits there are hoping to get Mike Pence to invoke the 25th. First of all, they're going to give him his 24 hours to make that decision, which Mike Pence has already ignored it and said he's not going to do it. And then followed by, they're going to you know put forth papers for impeachment, saying he violated the 14th Amendment and he incited an insurrection, which is a, a joke in itself. And Dershowitz, you know, in the beginning, finished up the rest for me. Um, in Florida, some stupid news for you. Please. You know, it doesn't help our cause for Donald Trump when people are finding manatees or a manatee, excuse me, where somebody in the algae that grows on their back decided to scrape the word Trump into the manatee's algae. Now, it doesn't look like the manatee was injured, but it is an endangered species. And that really, people, really, (laughs) can we leave the manatees alone? How is that making things better? And if you were drinking and that's what you thought was the fun thing to do, you should consider stop drinking. It's a manatee. It's a sea cow. They're gentle creatures. They don't bite. They don't hurt. Look like a big giant balloon. You know, I've lived in Florida my whole life. Uh, they're actually wonderful animals. You know, not that I have one as a pet, but they don't bother anything. So can we leave the, the wildlife alone? I mean, that was, when I saw that, I was just like, are we losing our minds for, I mean, a manatee, you were going to scrape it in the algae. You actually had enough time to stop, get the manatee and do that. There's something wrong there. So please, Florida, we already, you know, have the label on us, Florida, because all the stupid news seems to come out of here. Can we stop doing stuff like that? So for once, we don't always have to look like the fools. That might be a good idea every once in a while. Now, as I'm sure you've heard, Parler got ganged up on by Twitter, Google, Apple, um, and Amazon. It ended up where they pulled them off the app store, said that they allowed hate speech on their site and that, uh, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to operate as a company. Amazon jumps in and Amazon holds the servers, which is news to me. I didn't realize Amazon supports so many websites with its servers. It's a little bit frightening that one company has that much power. Literally. I mean, they can just turn you off and which is what they did to parlor at, uh, 1159 in the evening, Sunday night. So if you're on parlor, like I was as of yesterday morning, it no longer function. And they've been scattering to figure out what they're going to do today. They found a web hosting source. That's a right leaning. And, uh, I believe it's the same one that hosts gab as well. 
that is willing to pick them up to get them back up and running, but I don't think it's that simple. I am not the most tech-savvy guy in the world, especially when it, you start getting to that level where you need to know about everything there, but it appears from what I'm reading that there's a lot more to it than just, hey, we're switching over here. It's like they got to change certain things on the website, and I guess it has to fit into what you know their servers will accept or put out. I don't know, again, exactly how all that works, but that seems to be the route they're going. So hopefully they'll be up and running shortly. They were number one downloaded app since President Trump was banned from Twitter for some ridiculous statements. But since he was banned from Twitter, they were the number one downloaded app. I mean, it was going crazy. I couldn't even get on part. I don't think anybody could. They were getting flooded with people and Twitter got hammered for making such a stupid mistake, kicking Trump off and stopping people from having free speech that... Their stock prices actually went down 6%. They lost close to $3 billion. It was $2.6 or $2.7 billion that they lost. And I can assure you, funny thing about uh, CEOs and boards of directors are, if you're on the board of directors and uh, it's all about your money, when somebody does something that stupid and costs you almost $3 billion, and that's just the beginning, because once Parler gets back up and running, and Gab picks up you know, their servers, they add more servers on, so Gab's working a little more smoothly. The reason they're all jacked up right now is because so many people are flooding over there to, to these sites to be able to speak freely and get real news. They're going to get hammered, and I can assure you that's going to have impact on Mr. Jack at Twitter, because if you lose that company enough money, they'll kick you out. You ain't going to be at Twitter no more. I know that right now it looks like a lot of people held on to their accounts. You got to pick up some news from somewhere. And currently with everybody else struggling, they're holding on until everybody's up and running smoothly again. And then you'll probably see another mass exodus from Twitter, which will cost them quite a bit more money. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, they, I mean, what he kicked Trump off for and suspended his account for is a joke. You know, I mean, he didn't even say anything remotely close to inciting violence or anything of that nature. Him saying he's not going to attend Joe Biden's inauguration. Why would he? Why would he? He feels that the election has been stolen from him. And I got to say 75 million of us do too. So why would you go and shake hands and congratulate and put on the fake smile for a guy that stole, you feel stole something from you? I don't think any normal person would. So I don't even know how that's inciting violence. He says he's not going and it's probably better that he doesn't go. Um, and then the other one was him. The tweet was, I don't quote me word for word, but it was something in the realm of, you know, conservatives won't be treated unfairly. Uh, he loves all his supporters and going forward. Don't worry. They're going to have a giant voice. So how is that inciting violence? But that's the two tweets that they picked out that says, hey, man, that was a violent act and he's inciting violence and so be it, he's done. Well, it looks like, Jack, you may have uh, put a nail or at least the first nail in your own coffin because when all the conservatives leave, it's going to hurt you. There's an internet company in North Idaho that has chosen not to carry Facebook or Twitter. And now they're getting backlash with Facebook and Twitter saying you can't do that. And the response is, well, yeah, we can, because if you can do that and you guys cannot carry parlor for that, and you guys can do what you're doing to everybody, then we certainly have the right to do it as well. Uh, not to mention parlors, Dan Bongino, you know, he's a part owner of it. Uh, parlor is going after, uh, Amazon legally and suing them 
for dropping them on their server the way that they've done. Obviously, we don't have all the details on the lawsuit, but from what I read, uh, the lawsuit is basically saying that you allow all these violent acts on Twitter and you don't take them down and you host them as well, but you're, you're accusing us of the exact same thing and you take us down. I mean, Twitter's got violent stuff on there all the time. I'm on Twitter. I hate Twitter. Twitter's a cesspool. I've never liked Twitter. Getting on there, I have the, the nastiest people in the world are on Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool. But Kathy Griffin, if you remember when Trump uh, got elected the first time, posted a picture of her holding a bloody knife with a head that was you know, resembling Trump's head cut off with blood all over, blood all over her hands. She puts that out. Now, that's not inciting violence because she retweeted it two weeks ago. So again... That's not inciting violence. You're holding the president's supposed cut off head in your hands. And that's totally okay that she posts that. Or how about AOC? She's going out of her way to try to get Twitter to delete some of her tweets that she was tweeting during the summertime, the whole big summer of love we were having where they were burning everything down in the United States, saying that riots are good and violence is needed. So Amazon, why didn't you pull Twitter down then? Because they're inciting violence. It's always a double standard with these people. It's disgusting, and everybody's sick and tired of it. Jeez. On some positive news uh, today, uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem uh, is putting forth a bill that would ban abortion of children diagnosed with Down syndrome while in the womb, which is wonderful. It's just one more step to protecting our unborn children. I'm pro-life. I know she is as well, and I think that's a great idea. You know, I I think that whatever baby you get is a blessing, no matter how hard it's going to be. I have a family member. My cousin's child has Down syndrome, and she is just a joy. She's a beautiful little girl and a lot smarter than anybody wants to ever give anybody credit for. I don't know why. They're smart little people. They're individuals. They are people of their own, regardless of whatever their handicap is. And to be honest with you, she doesn't know she has a handicap. Only we do. She's going through life as happy as can be. And I can't imagine how getting that news, although maybe a little shocking because it does change your point of view on how their life is going to be. You have certain dreams for them that are your dreams that are now altered because of, you know, the the situation, but they're wonderful human beings. And just because somebody's going to be born with a little bit of a defect doesn't mean you abort them. I don't even understand that. That's what they did in Nazi Germany. If a child was born or going to be born with a disability, they got rid of the child. This this is insanity. I mean, we are currently going down the path of communism and it's like nobody sees it. You're going the same evil route and nobody sees it. We see it. The left, they don't see it. It's like they welcome it. You realize how the Nazis took Germany and see if any of this sounds familiar to you from what you are hearing that the democratic party is proposing. Number one, they banned guns because you have to get rid of guns because there, then there's no resistance. Number two, they got rid of God. Sound familiar how they're trying to close down churches and everything else. Uh, they banned church services. They burned Bibles and they burned books in the streets. They tore down statues, burned the flag got rid of any and all history that they didn't agree with, got rid of public police so only the rich could afford private security, 
Uh, they put their uh, country in a state of fear. They created domestic terrorist organizations and got rid of anyone that disagreed with the AKA brown shirts or, you know, Hitler's boys. Sound familiar? Sound kind of like what's going on in America today? And you have so many blindly walking towards it. They have no idea. Either they do not pay attention so they do not know or they are welcoming it. Because anybody, at least on my side, we're fighting against it. We don't want to lose this country. And we're trying with everything that we have to alert people, make people aware, tell people the right things to do to go forward to prevent this. That about wraps up this episode for me today. You can follow me at Twitter for now. I haven't closed that yet. I was supposed to close it down uh, last week, but Parler was having so many problems. I left it up to wait for the surge to be over with Parler, and then everything else happened with Parler after that. So I kept it uh, just for the short term. So you could still follow me for right now, and I'll keep updating you on where I'm going to land after that. Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. You can always reach out to me, um, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. I did sign up for Clout Hub, and uh, my name at Clout Hub, if you want to follow me, is at Little Joe's CC. Parlor, I was at Joe Little, and I have been trying to get on Gab, but Gab is... It's struggling as well. You can barely get in there. And if it does happen to come up, it'll tell you it's under maintenance right now. So if I get on Gab, whenever I get on Gab, I will uh, let you know where I land there. I hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please tell some people about me. We got to try to stick together now, get as much real information out to each other as we can and bind together as a community because things are going to be a little bit rocky going forward. So that'll do it. God bless. Have a good night. Have a good night.